Welcome everyone to Ship It and Sip It. I hope you had a lovely week. I hope you're having a very uh, successful Friday. And this week I have the great pleasure to have Alona here with us and she is our head of marketing. And Alona, you have the distinct honor of being the newest guest I've had on Ship It and Sip It. So you've been with Paralect for about two months? Months. A month, one month. And we've been working together to make Parallax marketing better, stronger, faster, uh, more impactful. Um, so welcome. How, how are you doing? Great. That were, was a great month for me in Parallax. Perfect. I um, get acquainted with teammates. I was involved in some of the process and it was a stage when I was a little bit integrated in the cases uh, in the situation as it is. And now I'm almost ready to move with Parallax forward because great changes expect the company. Awesome, I'm excited too. I'm excited to have, and we, we'll talk about this a little bit later, um, have, a, have a bigger marketing team and have more people to work together uh, to make Parallax visions for the future come true. This week we're having tea. I've made a green mint medley with some honey from Belaverska Pusha. How do you like it? I love it. It's a great smell of forest, field. It looks like I can hear bees. Yeah, <laughs> So this week's exciting. Uh, we have a little bit of news. We've started the Startup Summer program. The first two lectures were the last couple of days. And so the students, there are 12 students in the program and they are learning all about product development. It's for engineers and students from university who want to become full stack JavaScript developers, plus a few more topics thrown in there. And we have a new blog post about product discovery written by some of our BA team. And that highlights the exact process. It's very technical. Uh, the exact process we go through with anytime a new startup joins us, and that's what we've gone through with the accelerator program. We've just finished it, so those projects are, are ready to grow and become real products very soon. Alona, you've been talking with Mohammed a little bit. What do you see as, what do you think about the accelerator program so far, and what are you excited for that to become? Oh, I, the first thing I've noticed that Accelerator program from the first stage helps the owners to figure out better the idea, to polish it, to make it a bit more mature, even at these early stages without having some kind of real uh, MVP. And this is a great, because it helps them to focus. We uh, know that they are rather limited with the resources on the early stages, so it helps them to survive and this, at this very important, crucial stage of their product. It's been great to watch so far, and I've had the pleasure of interviewing both founders, and I'm going to continue doing that, and I'm excited for that. And Mohammed is cool. He's so talkative, communicative. I love to talk with him. Yes, he is, and so is Julie. Oh, I yeah. hadn't, you, I hadn't you, talked Hopefully to you'll meet her soon, too. Okay. How did you find out about Parallax since you've just recently joined us? Uh, how did you find out about us? 
What was the interview process like? Not in detail, but what were your impressions of the company? And how did you sort of discover that Parallect is a team that I want to be on, I think I can help? Well, to tell the truth, I didn't know about the Parallect before an HR manager contacted me. Acquaintance with uh, Parallect went through talks with different teammates. And the first people whom I got acquainted made my choice. I understood that lots of them are mature managers, marketers as well, business owners, mm -hmm. and I understood that uh, this is a team in which I want to work. Cool. So you came to us from, from another uh, agency here in Minsk, right? Yeah, it was one of the offices is located in Minsk. Yeah, and this was also an IT company. I was involved directly in the products and services dedicated to the artificial intelligence and machine learning. And we, we also had cool products and ideas. This was mainly about the product development and uh, pitching it to the market. Sounds like it's a uh, you know, great experience for coming to Parallect as well. Right now you're focusing a lot on Parallax positioning and our strategy and our branding as a company. As part of that, you're working on up and a, bit, a major update to the website. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that process, uh, who you're working with and sort of what the vision is for the new positioning of Parallax? Well, new position of Parallax uh, will differ greatly from what we can do and propose now. We want to grow up in sense of relationship with our clients. And in this sense, and under the clients, I mean not only customers who come to the company and want to develop products together, mm -hmm. I mean our team itself. Because the expertise of Parallax is the sum of expertise of each teammate. And this is the value we can transfer to our customers and the projects they want to develop. One of the parts of the vision is how we can build this built-in public concept. Mm -hmm. So we want to transfer all our expertise. We don't want to, even our life hacks, our different um, cases we and lessons learned, we want to transfer it, we want to declare and explain how not to make such mistakes, how to prevent yourself from failure. And this is a part of this concept. We want to translate it not only on the website. Mm -hmm. And the website re refactoring is only one field where we want to announce this positioning. Communication strategy itself is much broad uh, concept mm -hmm. and we want to transfer these ideas in social media channels in our own network we want to build and expand this network and then to transfer these ideas yeah and, and it's very exciting and we have a team now that's capable with the video with their new marketing designer with you and with everybody involved in showcasing Parallax to the world, we have the capability to do it in a very special way, I think, and it's very exciting. Uh, after your first month or so now, what are some areas that we can quickly improve upon? What's, what's like the easy wins in terms of marketing? What do you think 
we can start doing in the very near future to improve maybe the size of our audience or the understanding of our positioning in terms of our audience? Well, I think that communication still is this field. Product already succeeded greatly in this field. And in this field, we can uh, become a little bit more client-centric mm-hmm. to think more about what are the pains of our audience, uh, whether it's a client, whether it's future teammate, maybe, and put ourselves on his place and think a little bit more deeper what we can, what value we can bring uh, through this content, how we can help to solve his minor problem at that moment mm-hmm. and to attract him, make a first touch with us and develop this idea. Yeah, I think that's very important as well. And, you know, I read uh, different marketers on, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and everybody talks about the value getting FaceTime, getting to talk with your clients, your customers, your audience. Yeah. And that's something that I'm glad I've, I've gotten the chance to do more recently with the Accelerator founders, Mohammed and Julie. Um, but how do you think uh, you and I can have more connections with both our current clients and like prospective audience. Is there, what are some tips you, you see to make that happen more regularly so that we can have a more deep understanding and, and relationship with them? In this sense, I love the concept of Parallel Accelerator because we uh, gotten this batch of all the product owners who are open-minded. They, we can uh, build Uh, strong communications with them and they can transfer all the process, they can uh, declare all the process and explain what they feel, what they see as a product owner, how their own idea becomes more polished and mature and this is the great opportunity for us to, to speak through these people with the audience because uh, this is a concept like similar attracts similar And we, I hope uh, the other product owners uh, who were not, I don't know, they had no idea that Parallax can help them in this sense, or maybe they had no, they didn't notice this uh, announcement that Parallax has a new watch, so they maybe can keep in touch with us. Uh, we can attract, we can have a talk with them, and this is how the network expands. So we've, we've talked a little bit about our marketing team already, but between you and me, we now have two video makers who are very talented. We have a full-time marketing designer. It feels like we have a really capable marketing team. How do you see us working together? What are some tips you have for us maybe as we grow to sort of stay efficient, stay uh, on track with our goals and... How are you going to to help us do that? Uh, well, for the first, I love this team because it's rather it's hyperactive. It has a lot of ideas and a lot of content generated, and I love the content, the quality of it. And I hope that we can save this uh, mood, mm-hmm. and we'll develop this uh, approach to the communication strategy we'll build in future. The only f- uh, thing I would like to polish is to make a little bit more focus on the real 
uh, needs of our clients that we would like to uh, get in parallel as a venture studio. And I hope that in future we can make uh, this process like a well-filled machine of hypothesis generation, creativity, validation, and tracking more and more. And also, according to the concept of building public, we'll declare how we did it. We'll show it on our own experience, on our own cases, and sure mistakes. Sure <laughs> Lessons mistakes. learned. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, we're not perfect by any means. And uh, I think you're right when you say that uh, our team, I agree, our team is very hyperactive. Well, hyperactive, very eager to produce different content. But to me, that can also be a little bit of a challenge because as the team gets bigger and also, you know, Eager and Dimitri are very closely involved in marketing as well as some other people. As it grows in the number of people, there's a risk that that not everyone agrees on how to best present the the company or how to even in terms of formats like some people like slideshows, some people like gated content, some people like Twitter. It's some about people tastes. Like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, the, there are too many chefs sometimes in the kitchen. So. How do we keep that diversity of ideas going and that willingness to experiment while also not getting too like slowed down by finding consensus on how to best present something? This is uh, really sometimes it can become a bottleneck if you pay too much attention to this. I don't know if you want your idea to be definitely adopted. Right. But I think that this is a good mood and a good environment when you have a lot of ideas in one team. For me, it's more difficult when you have no. Yeah, you have only course. one thought, how can I promote this or how can I explain uh, that project? And this is like, I don't know, <laughs> less creativity. I, I, I would like to work with in such an environment. And uh, in this case, you've described, I think we can, we should prioritize the ideas, mm -hmm. but we should be open to uh, different ideas, to different sides. Mm -hmm. And it will only this uh, approach of uh, experimenting, of changing the ideas in uh, short terms will show us where is the market fit and where we can really succeed. I agree. Yeah, it's exciting and it's challenging, you know, just from like a granule, granular level, it's like it's hard to schedule things that we want to post because you know, all of a sudden there's a new video from Nikita, all of a sudden there's a new yeah. something. And, it's, and sometimes I feel like I've got ideas flying at me. But that's way better than not having any ideas flying this at me. This is the gold rule of hypothesis testing. Right. Yeah, you have, you should generate such type of hypothesis that shouldn't take a lot of resources and a lot of time for testing. If it's something that takes, I don't know, a month or two, that's not a hypothesis, that's a project, and you should evaluate risks and then decide whether you go with it or not. Yeah, I agree. And we're also, while we're talking about our team, I want to open an invitation to any young social media savants <laughs> and managers uh, we are looking for someone to help us with social media postings. So please, if you love 
Instagram, Facebook, all those cool TikTok, we can even start that. Why not? Why not? Uh, not me, but somebody, <laughs> somebody like you that loves TikTok. Uh, please check out join.parallel.com. We've got all the information about the vacancy there. You can see the whole team and you can apply there. I want to know what's your least favorite thing or things about modern product or service marketing? Mine is pop-ups that interrupt me when I already know what I want to achieve in whatever website or app I'm in. I go there for a reason, I wanna buy the shoes. All of a sudden I've got a chat box with a shoe salesperson robot telling me more about shoes that I don't want. You know, it's like, or the cookie sign up thing. It, it's terrible UX, I hate it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I would I'd rather say that uh, everything that provides, that makes noise mm. for the user is what I don't like to see in marketing in general. And uh, the problem of this is that sometimes companies do not understand what the need, real need of the client and what the stages of his uh, decision making and on which stages uh, the client contacts the company offer. Mm. And in this case, when you come to the, I don't know, when you visit the website to buy something and you have a pop-up, buy this, buy that, and you know, I want to buy only this cup, yeah. nothing more. Yeah. And they do not allow you to do this purchase. And this is the worst <laughs> marketing and selling also. I hate it as well. I love everything that brings real value and the problem is really to identify what is the real value and to have a realistic look. If you think that something you have in a company is so valuable for your clients, you have to verify this idea because maybe it's valuable only for you but not for the clients. Yeah, and each, you know, each department has their own values. You know, for the email marketer, the the valuable thing is getting another email on their newsletter list, right? So a new subscription. Oh yeah, new, yeah, a new subscriber. So they don't care if you get to buy your shoes quickly. They care if you sign up for the newsletter, <laughs> right? Yeah, we need to find balance. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, let's change the topic a little bit from marketing pet peeves to our own pets. We both have adorable schnauzer dogs. What's yours like and how did he or she come into your life? His name is Bosia. 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 We're going to put a picture of Bosia right here. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. Yeah. <laughs> it was the um, request from my daughter. Uh -huh. She dreamed to have a dog uh -huh. and uh, she asked me for a dog since she was three. And when she was around six or seven, I don't remember exactly, finally we went to the flat of uh, the, his mom uh -huh. and there were a lot of puppies. He was the only uh, boy mm -hmm. and he was the, the only puppy who uh, got uh, to my daughter and start licking, playing with her and she was, okay, she melt. She said, I want this one, we bought. And well, it was something like a second child right. in the family. Yeah. 
especially in the first early days and nights, he was very nervous and understood it, and I wanted to help him. We played a lot, and it was, I don't know, two days or three, and then he was okay. He felt comfortable in his new home. Yeah, schnauzers can be very high energy, especially the, the yeah, little ones, and especially when they're puppies. I remember when ours, ours is a medium schnauzer, and when he was a puppy, he, he was crazy. We couldn't run enough with him, but now he's older and he doesn't like the heat, so this week he's just been like laid out on our floor. <laughs> After the morning walk, he doesn't move at all. And you're also in the process of relocating to Poland. Paralect is opening offices in other countries and becoming a more global company for a few reasons. We don't have to get into the negative reasons, but the positive ones are that we have more teammates in new places in Poland, some in Ukraine. We're thinking about Georgia as well as on the horizon. And how do you think we can work together efficiently in this like semi-remote? Some of us are at the office, some of us are in Poland, some of us are working from home. How do we, what tips do you have for us to like stay on track and stay productive and winning? Some tips for me is to organize my working space. Mm -hmm. I have a separate room, only a table and laptop, mm -hmm. nothing more. <laughs> and a window, <laughs> that's it. Maybe it's some kind of too clear, some maybe like a sterile space. You need like a yoga mat or something to... Oh. That's a good idea. So the uh, well-organized working space is the first tip. Uh, it's a required tip. I have a strict schedule. Mm -hmm. I have to have a strict schedule. <laughs> we have some kind of a little bit more, uh, a little bit difference in time zones. So yeah. I, uh, one half later for me, I have to uh, switch quickly from uh, one call to another. I think that keeping in touch during the whole process, especially some kind of project tasks, tasks that involve a lot of people together and that require, I don't know, week or so, it's very important, it's crucial to stay in touch. And I love the system we have in Parallect, we have Slack. Everyone can be update, up to date due to the notifications and mm. news there. So this is a great feature. Do you like Linear, by the way? For me, Linear became like my own organizer. Yeah, me too. I like it. I think it's, why not? I just was wondering, because you didn't use it before, right? I used Jira. Jira. Jira, and sometime, in some projects it was Trello. Yeah. Because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Most of people use it. For me, it's uh, crucial to have some kind of sandbox or a board where I can fix my ideas. Mm -hmm. Because when I switch from one task to another, from one call to another, Ideas can appear, appear like like a splash, yeah. and not to lose it, I have some place right under my hands to write it down and not to lose. It helps me to have everything in linear, just to say, okay, I'm done with that. Now I'm going to what am I doing next? So I don't get like so, that I, and then I can look at the history of that task and understand and sort of get back into that context. For each it's piece. cool. Oh, I found out. 
it's cool to have a winner when you close the task. Yeah. You can fix for yourself some kind of achievement. You, you did it. You can? No, I mean, <laughs> like a psychological achievement. Oh, oh, yeah. You're, you, you did it. The task is closed. Maybe even it was uh, out of the due date. Yeah. <laughs> But you did it. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, usually I just go to the refrigerator and get something to eat. <laughs> um, that's, my, that's my reward for everything. What advice would you give to a young person who thinks they want to get into digital marketing? And that could be social media marketing, that could be a YouTube blogger, that could be any, I don't know. Come on, for the first advice. Come to us because come we are us. looking for yes. Come join us social... and follow your dreams. <laughs> yeah, we are looking for a social media manager, and if you are our potential uh, teammate, we invite you once again to join our team, at least to try to have a talk and to identify whether we are in the same page and we can collaborate in this sense. Maybe if someone, let's say, someone wants to change careers, they've been in something completely different, like a, a salesperson in a shop, in a mall, or, or just not working in IT at all. And they say, look, I want to get into IT and I think I could really be good at digital marketing and I could help a startup or a company like ours, you know, win over customers and, and meet their goals. Um, what advice would, would you say to them? Well, digital marketing is a wide, rather wide professional sphere. Lots of things could be done there. And the first thing, uh, the first advice I can say that just to read a little more about each of them, like uh, social media marketing, analytics, video blogging, YouTubing, advertising, paid uh, campaigns, uh, management and launch, design, why not? Yeah. Read a little bit about more about uh, each of these fields and then try to understand which of them you like more or at least want to try to do something with your own hands. I think the best choice for the next step will be a course. There are a lot of good courses on Coursera, mm -hmm. Udemy. You can visit them. Some of them can be visited for free. Mm -hmm. What do you think about HubSpot's courses? Are they good? Also good if you are interested in inbound marketing, mm -hmm. in generating some inbound traffic on the website, analyzing this traffic, trying to work with the leads and pro proceed them according to the funnel, marketing funnel. Mm -hmm. So this is a good choice here. Do you think that we should, uh, on the marketing side, also be using it? We will. We will. Fantastic. Sure. We will. Have you worked with it before? Because I haven't. You mean my experience in HubSpot? Yeah, I had an experience in HubSpot. I worked with one of the things not so clear to explain. I've built a HubSpot bot. Okay. And it was a complicated board with a lot of branches as a tree. And this was a HubSpot board, the first HubSpot board that really converted in leads. Mm. It was a little bit surprising even for me because I didn't understand that I wasn't sure it will work. And uh, we are going to use HubSpot at least to analyze the traffic. Mm -hmm. Not only the traffic, but the leads, where they came from, uh, how efficient were our campaigns, 
uh, PPC campaigns for the future after some jobs to be done from the marketing side we will reuse this knowledge to scale. Yeah, HubSpot has a lot of functionality even in just in marketing and I think we can uh, use at least these uh, conversion forms right, without well, pop-ups. Yeah, well I'm looking forward to <laughs> learning more about it from you. Maybe I'll start taking a course so that I can be more ready okay. to work with it. You can send me some recommendations. Sure. Awesome. All right. Any other advice for young or aspiring marketers? Be brave. Be brave. In terms of reading stuff, though, marketers are really good at making a ton of content about marketing and not all of it's good. I know. I think the problem of marketers who produce bad marketing content, they are so close to this sphere that they do not understand for whom they produce, they can't understand what's the real interest in marketing for those who read them. Maybe they are not marketers at all, maybe they are, I don't know, some kind of this uh, early tech spe specialist yeah. who want to change their... Uh, or they could just be like a small business owner that wants to improve and like doesn't have a huge budget but wants to try and figure it out on their yeah. own. Yeah, maybe this is the problem. I think that's all the questions I have <laughs> for you. This has been a great week. We are very excited to start off with Startup Summer and also to continue into the development phase with these Parallect Accelerator startups. Thank you so much, Elena, for coming on to the show. I hope Thank you have- Thank you, John. I hope you have a great um, move back to Poland. I hope everything goes smoothly. Thanks. And have a great weekend. Thanks. Thanks to you too. <laughs>